Sheila's going on some face journeys. <laughs> I am. Every time I read, are we live? Yes, now oh, we're okay. live. When I do this, it means we're closer to the microphone. Oh, okay. Just a titch. Good to know. Um, yes, so I do go on face journeys when I read this. I spent the last 45 minutes at work reviewing it, just making sure the pages were in the right order. <laughs> and the the physical feeling of sort of creeping. People talk about cringe, but it's more than that. It's a sort of like impulse to hysterical laughter but crossed with like a creepy crawly feeling and also an impending vomit feeling yeah no yeah i feel that yeah yeah it's a particular thing yeah yeah i got that when i read through the rest of mine and i was just like oh mother of god <laughs> uh so welcome folks welcome. to oof i wrote that <laughs> which is still a ridiculous podcast name but we're gonna stick with it uh i am erica uh across from me is the lovely sheila hello and we are in the basement of the basement and we are <laughs> that just doesn't sound right basement no, not of the basement. for what we're doing well and i think i said it too fast the basement of the basement yeah, mm, yeah. it worked off the cuff but it did but it, we now. can't we can't force it we <laughs> no. can't we can't make it happen and that's fine but um yeah so i think the last time we did this we kind of decided just diving in was kind of the best sort of course of action so if uh you are joining us after listening to our initial three episodes thank you very much for coming back yes i'm a little shocked you did because there's a lot of shrill laughter and uh drunken hijinks in those last uh, couple episodes we did and there's also a lot of delightful debasement to right that. exactly and i and, and we're fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah keep telling yourself that we're, we're, we're fun. fun yeah <laughs> well obviously if they're they're still listening there's something here or they're blackmailing us or they've just turned it off because they're like oh no that's right i didn't like this one let me let me delete this off my phone but, uh, yes, so basically what we do is, uh, for those new listeners, uh, if there are any, we take some old writings of ours, and we read a couple pages, and we rip on each other and laugh hysterically, and just kind of, um, mock each other ruthlessly for, uh, shit we wrote when, uh, in Sheila's case, you were 12? 12, although at the editing pass that made it truly terrible was age 14. And I did mine, uh, my early 20s, so I don't have as much of an excuse as Sheila has. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, uh, we're also looking for worth among the pages. So if there's anything, you know, we, we find that's decent, we'll call it out, but for the most part, we're just ripping on each other. Yes, it's like the Mystery Science Theater 3000 of, um, bad fiction. Exactly, because it's like, this shit has been sitting on our shelves for... A, a sizable chunk of time, and we we felt it was probably worth it to actually do something with it. So, and it deserves a new life. Exactly, exactly. So this is this is our attempt to resuscitate <laughs> all the bad fiction we wrote. Uh, Bob the dog is here with us. He's moaning. I don't know if that's picking up, but that's just kind of his uh, his struggle. So he he will be with us for the duration, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, shall I go first? Please do. Okay. I thought maybe we could switch. Oh, but would you like to? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm cool with going first. Okay. But maybe at some point we could switch. Well, why don't we switch right now? Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Okay, Sheila's going to go first. Okay. So in the last few episodes, uh, all of my loose leaf pages were unnumbered and out of order, so I kind of had to choose a random uh, starting point for the story. I have now put them in order. I don't know what happened to the first mm, 40 or 50 pages, but you didn't Ooh, miss 40 much. or 50? I, well, I don't really know. I really don't know. 
they seem to know each other fairly well at this point in the story. Okay. Shenanigans are happening. So oh, okay. Ooh, shenanigans. I'm going to assume that some time has elapsed between when she was initially jumped and then the uh, gangbanger took pity on her because her tampons rolled out. <laughs> and Which uh, I think we covered last time, right? We covered that, I think, in the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of yes. gave us the, the, the gist to the beginning. Exactly. Yes. So at this point, uh, Darcy and her gang of roving boyfriends are on their way to the county jail to visit a bad boy, Jeremy, who is in jail for what appears to be a sexual frame job. So, Oh, you were that person? I was that person. Oh, Jesus, so, Sheila. So we were talking earlier about how we didn't want to get into, like... No, it's very... It's, it's unfortunately right. fairly topical. <laughs> um, but it's glossed over in the way that a 12-year-old would. No, okay. So. Without further ado, uh, the county jail loomed inimically in front of us. Okay. It's, okay. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Sorry. Remember the whole thing. Is no, I know, I know. I know. I know. I know this. I know this. But then you hear those words and you're like, for the love of Christ. It's pretty bad. Okay. Okay. Its hideous and uniform steely facade was punctuated with barred windows spaced evenly, you know, like a jail. <laughs> and from time to time, a desolate Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs face would appear. Please tell me that you actually have that written. I do. It's all it's all hyphenated to be one adjective. So. Okay, so is there a jail in like the Chicagoland area that you're trying to go for? Or? Oh, it's probably Cook County Jail. Okay, so the one downtown? I don't know. That weird, like, Supermax jail. I don't think it's Supermax, but... Well, no, because the guards are pretty lax in this jail. Oh, because they're just like, hey, kids, yeah, go in. (laughs) No, exactly. It's cool. It's fine. You know, you don't have to be in school or anything. (laughs) Okay. The walls were scarred with random graffiti. My scintillating notion was rapidly diminishing in radiance. I don't know what the notion was. Maybe it was like, we're going to go see Jeremy. He's kind of hot. Because I think at this point, they're still... She's not fully committed to crushing on Taylor. Oh, I see. So she's kind of playing the a little bit with the with the crutches yeah there's a there's a sun and moon extensive metaphor later on but we'll get there i'm really excited for it (laughs) hold your breath uh let's see a matronly woman who was fashioned from the same repugnant stone as the building glanced up that's not bad i kind of like that's not like it's not terrible it's the one thing that's not terrible on this page are you looking for something her impersonal tone slaughtered the standard line and there we go yeah there it is (laughs) yeah jeremy hardwick we're friends of his he is definitely named after Chris Hardwick from Singled Out. This was written in oh, 1996. Oh, remember Singled Out. Yes. That takes you back. I loved Singled Out. Who didn't? I had a long conversation at the last party I was at about how much we all loved Singled Out. It was endlessly watchable. It was. I don't know why. Well, you know what the hope always was? Uh, was that there was going to be a couple who just had absolutely nothing in common <laughs> that got to the end. And when they turn around, you get that look of horror on both of the faces. Like, what did we do? (laughs) I would like to see if maybe this is now available on YouTube. There's no way it's not. I recently found um, the entire run of the Japanese version of Iron Chef. So excellent! I was so excited. So I'm pretty sure we could find Singled Out if we looked for it. (gasps) Do you think they also have other guilty pleasures? Eliminate and uh, Fifth Wheel. And what was that other dating show where they would have the captions at the bottom? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, it was so good. Next? I mean, something like that. Yeah. They were all horrible. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they were. So we have to watch them all. Yes, we do. We're always making plans during our podcast. <laughs> we are, yes. Because <laughs> we like each other. Okay. The lady beckoned to a stoical guard stationed by the first block of cells. Cells. My character analyzation of her was pulverized by a jangling scream. It was fringed with insanity. <gasps> uh, the stolid guard grunted, and we wended our way through convoluted corridors. Okay, so wait, are there like 
crazy people in this jail as well. It seems to be very inspired by silence. So you got like multiple MIGs like jerking it in the corner. (laughs) Definitely, definitely happening. Darcy's probably like, what the Charlie is going on here? How old were you when you first saw Silence of the Lambs? I was apparently 12. Inappropriately young the first time I saw it. I did not. I was not overly bothered by it, though. I wasn't either. And I had no idea what Miggs was doing when I first saw it. Like, yeah, I probably missed. We had a friend because we were like nine at like a slumber party. And we were like, (laughs) let's watch Silence of the Lambs. And um, the one girl was like, oh, do you know what that was? Do you know what that was? And I'm like, no, I don't fucking know. I'm nine. No fucking clue. She clearly did. And I think she explained to us in detail, if memory serves. That's what sleepovers are for. I mean, that's what being nine is all about. Absolutely. Right. Watching Silence of the Lambs and finding out what spooge is for the first time. <laughs> oh, the good old days. <laughs> okay. Uh, in some cells, ribald inmates were mashed together. Oh, there you go. They were getting ribald. Ribald. I don't know. I've never said that word out loud. Uh, and piercing. What, what, what is that? It's like body. Oh, okay. Uh, piercing wolf whistles jolted my ears. My eyes narrowed. <laughs> I might have instigated something. <laughs> really? <laughs> start shit with the prisoners you 15 year old girl oh okay. she's so young and hot though and the, the guard is so matronly uh but dakota squeezed her hand bolstering her dignity so she didn't have to you know tell the man where to get off <laughs> poor choice of phrasing hey migs was okay. doing all right in the corner by himself jeremy saturn howled hey jeremy Oh, an animalistic figure swept from a far corner and staggered to the bars. <laughs> Jeremy, I choked. His bestial frame was less than attractive. <laughs> oh, that's that's harsh. He's been in jail for, a, little for rough, a while. Right. Yeah. So you- is this like, are they holding him until his trial? What's what's going on? I don't know. I feel like he gets out very shortly after this with no further follow up. I think so, she drops the charges. Oh, OK. So these are charges that she was filing against. Oh, no, no, no. That's right. There's so the this, girl. This right. girlfriend named Samantha who was trying to get back at him. Right. Samantha. Fucking bitch. And Samantha. What a vindictive social justice warrior. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> this, this is unfortunate. Well, that's what we're here for, to chastise our, our past chibi selves. I just don't know where, in my 12-year-old scope of knowing things, I internalized the notion that sometimes women frame men for sexual assaults. Well, it's one of those things that we're always kind of hit with. It must be. It and, must have been on the news sometimes. Right. The older you get, you're kind of like, oh, no, that's that's like not a thing that happens on the reg. No, exactly. Anyway. What are you doing here? He responded roughly. Voices. <laughs> Sorry, I have to do one for Jeremy. Darcy wanted to visit you, so we drove her over here, Dakota said smoothly. When are they going to spring you? Ah, <laughs> uh, they said tonight. They got Samantha's real story. She made it up. All she wanted was some money, and when she saw she wasn't going to get none, she told, <laughs> she told the truth. Apparently, Jeremy was unscathed by the fact that he was worth no more than a paltry few dollars. You gonna break up with her? Saturn inquired. <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep dating. Her. No, no, this is true. This is true love, Saturn. We're gonna be together forever. Got a prison tattoo of her name on my bicep. I just on my 16 year old bicep. I think. J- yeah, no, he might be. <laughs> okay, so then it also begs the question: Then was he being tried as an adult? Why isn't Probably he in juvie? Not. A juvie? Like what's? He might be in juvie. Okay, I don't know. But multiple Migs is in juvie too. <laughs> and Hannibal Lecter, just hanging, just chilling. It's it's an overcrowding issue. Oh, the, you know, you, that's you, a real hard hitting issues of our time. This okay. my my novel was a it was a commentary on our times. It, you know, it really stands with the best of them. Indeed. <clears throat> Breakup. 
I wasn't going out with her. I don't go out with girls. <laughs> I, I just fuck them. <laughs> You're not even mad at her? Like, that opens up a whole world of possibilities, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's such a badass for no reason. Nah, gotta smoke, Jeremy demanded. No. They're not going to give you, like, like the guard is standing there. <laughs> well, well this, this will go into that in, oh, in some ooh, detail. Ooh, okay, cool. Oh, don't worry. Good, good, good. I'm glad. Uh, I abstain from the habit. It would besmirch my virginal reputation. Oh, fucking bitch. God. Oh, there's a lot of that in here. Very. Mm. Yeah, Darcy, we'll get to that. There's some, it doesn't reflect super well on me. Well, I remember the, the non-curses from last time. Oh, yeah, no, that the holly that jolly or whatever. Even, even at the most, like, murderous times. <laughs> oh, there's Oh, they say jolly to the cops when they're getting falsely arrested. Like, they have no, no sense of when. They're to... saying jolly to Officer Krebke. <laughs> I believe that I refer to him as Officer Piggy. Because because when I was 12, I was like, fuck the police, even though I have always been a rule follower, and I still am. I have never been arrested, and I would never disrespect a police officer by calling you big. Right, I'd start fucking crying. <laughs> I'm totally so sorry. <laughs> Please don't hurt me, Mr. Policeman. Sorry. No, it's okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Dakota harvested a book of matches from his swelled jeans pockets. Why are they swelled? <laughs> See, I'm picturing him wearing like Jinko jeans. No, that's exactly that's exactly because okay. like I always was chain. like, oh, I want those so badly, but I ne- never had them. I get like jeans from like fucking Kohl's, you know? Yeah, I don't know why I never. I think my mom probably would have drawn the line. Yeah, my mom would have definitely thrown those away. And thanks, mom. Like, <laughs> legitimately, thank you for preventing me from wearing Jinko pants with the three foot hems, three thirty six inches. Really. I will say that I thought the whole um, large pants, small shirts, 90s look was like a a flattering one for me. And I kind of wish that we were still doing like tank tops and giant cargo pants all the time. I mean, we can can. rock that. That's like a summer thing. I think I will. Just do it. I will. Do it to it. I'm going to do it. Be the change you want to see in the world. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Jeremy sucked in a feral drag when the guard bawled, Hey! <laughs> Jeremy stubbed the cigarette out on his shoe and shoved it into his pocket. Jeremy, that's gross. But I didn't know that because I had never even probably even seen a cigarette. <laughs> oh, here, this is me. Is he going to get in trouble? I wonder. <laughs> this is, that is precisely who I still am. <laughs> with Georgie? Nah, Saturn said, exhibiting his familiarity with the guard. Georgie stalked over to our little so, congregation. Are they like friends with Georgie? I think they're all like one of them is always in jail. Oh, okay. So kind of the pals with all Georgie. Right. I gotcha. Georgie. Uh, give it to me, he commanded. Give you what? That ain't gonna work with me, Buster. Buster? Buster Jeremy Brown. <laughs> to be fair, Jeremy does call the him. Hardened <laughs> fucking jail guard. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy snorted. <sighs> Where'd you dig that one up? <laughs> Shut up and give me the cigarette, Hardwick. The guard was striving to subdue the prisoner, but his confidence in his ability to do so was emaciated. That's not a correct use of that word. It just doesn't work. No. No. Ooh, you're bad, Georgie. Quit showing off for my friends. Hardwick, he bellowed. Do I have to call Joey in here? Oh, now I'm scared, Jeremy said. You know what this reads like? This reads like he's in detention. (laughs) And he's like like fucking with the principal who can't do anything to him. (laughs) He's he's totally Bender in the breakfast. He is. He's Bender. Okay. I had not yet seen that movie, though. I don't remember when I saw The Breakfast. I saw it in time. health class with Mr. Griffin. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was good for something. <laughs> I 
first showing movies. Sorry, but he was not. He was not a. He was my counselor my first year, and like he didn't talk to me until my mother called in and like fucking like complained. Well, what the fuck, Mister? It was like I should have supposed to talk to everybody that first year, and yeah, no. But then like the day after, I got called down and like, oh, so how's the how are things going and all that bullshit. He like Mr. Mayetta. Sorry for doxing you, Mr. Mayetta. Uh, like you're giving his address. No, out. exactly. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Was one of those guys who just wants to pal around with the football team guys because they basically th- still think they are one. Exactly. But you're not. You're not. You're old. You're old. So Jeremy's lips, uh, as he said this, were quirking in a little boy moo. There's another one of my beloved French words. <laughs> uh, what's the matter, Georgie? Can't handle me. What makes you think Joey's any better? He taunted. Who is Joey? I don't know. <laughs> he never appears in the story again. Okay. As does Tony Mangione, who appears on this following page and then I'm never sorry. appears. <laughs> I mean, it's probably someone's real name. She's like, I need an Italian name. <laughs> mm. I don't think he's particularly Italianate like his Joey Mangione. <laughs> It is Tony, the it's Tony most Italian. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> uh, my pity resided with the guard, because rule follower, but I still championed <laughs> Jeremy. With a lightning movement, Jeremy yanked the cigarette from his pocket and tossed it to Dakota. Dakota dangled it in the guard's face, then pitched it at Saturn, who hurled at me. Uh, to my overwhelming rapture. <laughs> this is, that's, these are the things that bring you joy? Can, can I ask how they're not getting their asses kicked? I don't think you can kick three kids' asses when you are a prison guard. I, I don't even think you're supposed to kick the prisoners' asses. I'm not supposed to, but... Plus, Georgie, like, knows them. <laughs> They're old pals. <laughs> it's fine. He, the amusing roulette continued until Georgie intercepted the cigarette. You three kids, get out of here, he seethed. Saturn waved a He's saucy... He's a principal. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you kids, get out of here. You rotten kids. <laughs> Saturn... <Shake> my fists. <laughs> Saturn waved a saucy bye-bye and minced out the doorway. Minced. Dakota and I trailed. I mean, I was going for a specific... I know, like, ex- I know exactly kind of what you're talking about, yeah. Dakota and I trailed, both prickled with stitches of laughter. Should I continue? That's uh, the end of that scene. Yeah. Yeah, I think go for a couple more pages. Okay. Uh, Dakota scrupulously parked Taylor's car and we filed into the house, encountering a lounging William and an immigrant body draped a- across the couch. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think that I probably went to the thesaurus on that one. Oh, we- do you think? <laughs> do you think you went to the thesaurus? <laughs> what? <laughs> Me? No. Uh, he's not an actual immigrant. Oh no, I gathered that. <laughs> okay, but just, like, right. Very oh, yeah. clear. Like, yeah, no, this I is got not there. As topical. I right. know this like this page is very 2018, but <laughs> I pantomimed. Who's that? To Dakota. <laughs> hey, hey, Tony. Saturn barked at the prostrate boy. <laughs> There's a lot of animal noises still. Remember William was snorting. Yeah, yeah. You had a lot of horse noises going <laughs> yeah, with William. He was whinnying. You really right. didn't like him. Oh, I did, well, he's the most irrelevant. Well, he was like your age, right? When you yes. wrote this, you're and like, this little sexy. motherfucker, I hate this guy. <laughs> Shit all over him. <laughs> Poor William. Poor William. Oh, Tony. Tony strained, craning his neck at Saturn. Hey, Saturn, what's up? Um, I demand this be done in the most stereotypically Italian voice of all time. I don't want to offend anybody. Okay. But if, you, you know, That's you're Italian, That's so. Okay. But 
I don't I don't think that I was going for that. I think I was just going for like a generic street tough, kind of like a la West Side Story. Okay. That was just gonna be my like next question. Like I <laughs> just watched like a Quite Bronx possibly. tale or something and we're like, an Italian gentleman. That's what that's what this needs. <laughs> well the thing about Tony is this scene is so pointless. It, it I don't know. It must just be here for characterization purposes. Uh, hey, Saturn, what's up? His sable eyes darted to me. Mm. Who's the little woman? This person is probably like 15. <laughs> I'm Darcy. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Tony Mangione. <laughs> you proclaimed. <laughs> well, hi. Uh, yo, I got to be going now. They're expecting me down at the JD. Tony hooted. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. so you're hooting. I mean, I've got, I've got whooping. So, I mean... Basically the same thing. <laughs> this was our greatest shared struggle. Okay. Where, where is he going? Uh, to, oh. <clears throat> the JD? Uh, the JD is the local... Um, is it the Peach Pit? It is. Uh, and they call it that? Or they call it... It's the Juvenile Delinquent? Like, it's called... It's. I don't know if it's actually called where that. Where all the bad kids hang out? where all the bad kids hang out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's expecting you, Dakota Demand? <laughs> Uh, Rusty Marlins, that kid who lives in the cemetery. <laughs> what? Okay, wait. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Why does he live in the cemetery? <laughs> there he is. Oh my god, I've only had like one glance of life. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Alright, no, no. We need to put that page down. <laughs> on this page oh so I, my I gotta god get okay they're looking for <laughs> okay this is one of the instances where uh watering down the language to be more christian actually kind of backfires they're looking for my butt because <laughs> i stole skeet's wallet <laughs> G- gave it back though before anyone could respond he barreled out the door and that is the last you will ever see of tony mangione <laughs> my goodness okay i feel like i'm alienating our listeners with my crying (laughs) i I find it endearing (laughs) that's gonna happen like the first like time we do Uh, i need to see that no let's go should i keep going no no no. we we have a lot to unpack here okay okay Uh, what you got they're looking for his butt it looks so good in those Jinko jeans. <laughs> All right. Rusty Marlins. Mm-hmm. There had to have been some... Where, where is that name from? That one, I don't know. I can see kind of the... Right. We've just got some random... That's what I was doing here. Because like, there were a fair amount of, like, random people that would, like, hang out with the kids from The Outsiders, right? Probably. There were, like, a lot of them. Yes. 
It's been a while since I've watched the movie. Rusty is like, it's kind of cowboy, but it's also kind of normal. <laughs> no, no, that's not no. You're offending people named Rusty, just like I offended people named... I can't remember. That's fine. But I felt bad about it. Uh, I don't remember what it was. That's better that way. Was it Kale? It was Kale. <laughs> no, yes, it was, because we were like... <laughs> No, maybe it wasn't Kale. It was something no. else. But yeah, we're, we're equal opportunity offenders here. That's right. And not in that douchey way, though. No. Um, ba, 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 ba. Okay. So. Why does he live in a cemetery? <laughs> I don't know. That's one of those things that is just such a, was just such a throwaway moment for me at 12, but is like the weirdest part of all of it. <laughs> right. Because it's just like, <laughs> what? Is he a ghost? <laughs> like, I guess... If you were... He's the ghost of some, like, ancient prospector, like, crawled back from California. He went bust in the gold rush and came home to die. He was like, oh, okay, I'm going to make my make my money back on the stock market. And then 1929 happened. And Rusty Marlins threw himself out a window. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. If you're real quiet, you can hear the ghost of old Rusty Marlins. Chewing on some good. <laughs> okay, so how uh, about the usual crowd? So there's a usual crowd that lives in the cemetery. I guess so. That's terrifying. I, I mean, later you'll meet Mephistopheles, Lucifer, and Roswell, so that's probably who it was. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Okay. I, I knew there was a Mephistopheles. Yeah, we, we went over that. We, we established that <laughs> with Rumple Teaser last time. So, yes. Did I hear a Lucifer? You did. And what was the and other? Roswell. And Roswell. So that obviously was the X Files influence, right? And to be fair, Darcy is like, I have to hang out with these guys, like the goth, the Satanist, and the UFO weirdo. Which, like, now I'd be like, can we be best friends? Exactly. I thought that earlier when I was reviewing. I was like, those are the people you should be hanging out with, not all of these guys that like fifteen-year-old girls. They're looking for my butt. It was ass. Oh, they're looking for my ass. I okay, okay, okay. Because I stole Skeet's wallet a few days ago. For sure, Skeet Ulrich. Ooh, oh, oh, okay. Does Skeet play? No. And I hear Skeet, and I, again, I just think just Little John. Because I'm a monster. Skeet, Skeet. Um, oh, Skeet, Skeet. Blah, blah, blah. I, I had to explain that to someone. I don't know how common of a usage that is. Like, I think way more about Skeet Ulrich than I do about... Well, because I think they, when they played that song on the radio, or at least when they used to, they the Skeets were in there. The Skeets were in there. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like... But it just sounds like, an, you know, an enthusiastic exclamation, which Lil John is kind of known for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, 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 okay, so, uh, yeah. All right. Like, Tony's gone. That's Tony's cool. gone. Uh, strange character. Gone I forever. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Dakota reflected. He's a good guy, though. <laughs> you know, he lives in the cemetery, but that's fine. He's a good fella. You'd like him. <laughs> Abruptly, his countenance adopted a tincture of rubicund fury. Jesus Christ, I know. Sheila. It, I know. His face turned red. Where have you been, William? I've been with Tony all afternoon, William expostulated earnestly. He took me down to Jesus. <laughs> so sweet, totally. totally. We got an Italian beef. <laughs> what the jolly you lying to me for? Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Yeah, that's exactly who interfered with this, was Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, he came down and was like, mm, <laughs> better get jolly. rid of that fuck. Jolly. <laughs> Make them all jolly. Was Dakota's astringent query. William, you better tell me where you've been, or do you want me to ask Tony? Okay, he relented. I, 
was at the JD. <gasps> William, you have not been at the JD because Tony, because <gasps> Tony's going to the JD. Tell me the truth. Liar. William hooded. Oh God. William hooded his eyes, and a spicy pink tinged his Pillsbury Doughboy cheek. Why do you hate this kid so much? <laughs> No, I think he seems like a nice character. That was very affectionate. I know he's really the one who has no sins. Like all he does is that was a terrifying way of putting that. <laughs> he has no, he has no <laughs> sins. You have to remember, I was being super influenced by a intense born again Christian friend at this time in my life. Good times, <clears throat> very good times. William provided no verbal repartee because he's twelve. I don't think twelve year olds even can really handle repartee. They don't have rapport either. It's, it's just <laughs> it's terrible. terrible. All of the French things. They don't have any <laughs> sous whatsoever. Uh, no coca <laughs> That's tragic. No creme brulee. Other French foods. Oh my god, I could we could go off on one. Oh yes we could. We won't do French foods the podcast mm-hmm. just yet. Later. Later. <laughs> After a few more glasses of wine. Welcome to French Foods the podcast. Oh no. <laughs> I'd listen. Oh, no, William, not there, Dakota groaned. (gasps) What's where? What's the big deal, Saturn shrieked. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) I've been there. Oh, gosh, William, you know you're not supposed to, Dakota whined. Okay, so where did he go? Well, he'll let him oh, we're child. finding out. Okay, mm, don't worry. Okay, I'm sure Darcy will interject here with a because <laughs> she because she, <laughs> she is me. She is our point of view character, <laughs> yes. whom we can go into the story through. And I don't know why I did it with my hands because none of you can see that. You're just diving into the story. Diving in. It. What is it? Where was he? Being ostracized was not among my favorite pastimes, and my investigative nose wrinkled at the affront I was being dealt by being excluded. Fah, Darcy. Although that is what it is, uh, that is still how I am. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, like, don't fucking talk over my head. Like, yeah, I demand to same. know what's going on. Tell me the right. uh, He was at the store, Dakota elucidated. The store. You know. The drug the store. store. <laughs> he was buying <laughs> drugs. <laughs> and he's going to sell them at the JD in the cemetery. He's going to smoke the marijuana <laughs> like a cigarette. <laughs> you know. The store. Uh, what is the store? The adult books store. <laughs> he said piously, speaking okay, somehow wait, in italics, wait, 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 as wait, it wait, were. Wait, wait, <laughs> okay, hold I up. I can't wait, I can't Hold wait. up. <laughs> How old is William? A 12. Okay. With his Pillsbury Doughboy cheeks, yes. they're just like, yes! Very visibly 12. Come into the smutty bookstore. Do they have a bouncer, though, at the... So this is such a, like, a fragment of the 1990s. I, none of these, these boys would have the internet now. I mean, I have never been to a smut. I mean, I've been like I'm, I'm, a smut been, store. A smut store. No, I've <laughs> a smut boutique. I mean, like a, a smutty bookstore. A smut atelier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I said it wouldn't be French words the podcast, and now it will be. And now it is. Uh, a, a dirty bookstore. I've never been to because even like when the internet was slow, I was like. Yeah, I'll wait for that, like, picture to load for, like, five hours. It's, like, remember the 1990s. 11 o'clock at night. No one's coming upstairs. I got nothing but time. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Lover's Lane doesn't, like, have that. Like, Taboo Taboo didn't in the city. It was just kind of... But I do think if a 12-year-old walked in, I think any responsible employee would well, say... Well, they'd be like, you're 12. Please get, get the yeah, fuck out of I, here. Can I help you? Is yeah. your mom dad around? You need to go. Stop studying the 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 butt plugs and <laughs> kindly extricate yourself from from my establishment go back to the cemetery kid <laughs> go hang out with rusty <laughs> the old prospector 
Now, Rusty Marlins has seen his share of old school porn. Oh, for sure. It's okay. like, ooh, her ankle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, floundering in my new revelation. I, oh, 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 oh. Oh, honey. I hurriedly repaired. <laughs> I said it wouldn't be French words, the podcast. God damn it. I hurriedly repaired to the cuisinette for a glass of milk. Is that the kitchen? Yes. For the love of God. Maybe it was an efficiency apartment of some kind, but I think it was their dead parents' house. So they probably had a full kitchen and not a cuisinette. What did you picture when you were writing this, like, your house? Yeah, I don't yeah. have a Cuisinette. I have a full-on kitchen. You know, the funny thing is I have a uh, story comic idea thing with the kids with the superpowers. That mm-hmm. story I sent you with the Cubs winning yeah, that thing. Yeah, I love thing. that. Whenever I picture their house, I always <gasps> picture your house for some reason. You know, I was reflecting on the setting because the house that Darcy escapes from in the beginning is my house, but she also arrives at... My house. So either I had no, you know, architectural imagination or it's like some metaphor for like, you can never really, you know, wherever you go, there you are. (laughs) (laughs) But no, yeah, even when I was like drawing it, like I'd like, they had like a scene in the kitchen and I just totally like drew your kitchen. Like, I don't know why, but it's just like. Maybe my house is the platonic ideal of a home. Wouldn't that be nice? It'd be very nice. Um, I just feel like the placement of this description is unfortunate. As my thick white lifeblood sloshed into my glass, I, that's milk. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> we have been talking about spooge a lot this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's because of Skeet. It's, I blame Skeet Ulrich, who's really great in Riverdale, by the way. Luke Perry's in it, too. Did you know that? No. All of the like heartthrobs of our generation are the parents of the kids. Molly Ringwald is in it. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, that's kind of rad. Yeah, it's cool. I told you there's going to be a convention in Chicago, right? Yes, and I told you I'm hella going. I told you we... Mm, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Mm. All right. Oh. Um, I noticed a note signed by Taylor. Insatiable curiosity peaked. I skimmed it, ingeniously causing my glass to overflow. Guys, I was home on my break, and I found something outside. It's at the store with me now. I'm bringing it back when I get home. You might be surprised. I'm telling you right now, we're keeping it. Tay. Tay, that was cute. Meandering back to the bulk of the note, I cogitated as to what this mystery object might be. Sounded like an animal, but I doubted that possibility. (gasps) Is this Mitzi? It's Mitzi. Where would you harbor an animal in a record store? And I didn't think Dakota would allow an animal in his house because, you know, he's super fastidious. Totally. He allows, like, rusty marlins and cemetery hobo kids, but a dog? (laughs) A black Labrador? No. The ghost of an old prospector. Sure. <laughs> we have Tony f- Mangione. We have like our first character, like recurring character on the podcast. This is so exciting. This is so exciting. Rusty Marlins. <laughs> okay. Shall I leave it there? Or should I keep going? Uh, is it the end of the scene? Technically, yes. But then it it's like leads into the arrival of the dog. Uh, let's go through the arrival of Mitzi. Okay. She's cute. She's like the one saying part of this story. I was right in both of my assumptions. <gasps> Five o'clock had struck. <gasps> Ivan had promptly arrived, ceremoniously propping open the door for Taylor. <laughs> sure enough, Taylor promenaded in, leading <laughs> Taylor stopping a showboat. Promenaded in. Yeah, he sure did. I'm promenading, folks. <laughs> Here I come. Leading a bedraggled black Labrador on a frayed leash. Oh. I know. Whoopsies. <laughs> 
Dakota, who'd been chomping chips with gusto, vaulted from his cushion as if he'd been prodded with a needle. I like vaulted. I use that a lot in uh, stuff. I like that. It's so... Description. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's um, explosive. I like that. Daco- Dakota's really going for it here. Dakota somersaulted over to Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and it's, it's sticks the landing. <laughs> Rejecting the dog's raucous announcements, he struck a farcically defiant pose. Oh, no, he said adamantly. Not here. Dakota, Taylor began desperately. No. I skated to Taylor's side. Oh, we're going full on Olympics here. You are. Glissading onto my knees to hail. For the love of Christ. Jesus Christ. It's it's holly jolly. To hail the pup's arrival. Wax. She acquainted her nose with my hair. Wax, flavored wax. With, <laughs> no, she's so cute. Like, I still love this imaginary dog. <laughs> flavored with blatant ecstasy and delivered the final verdict, sealing her love for me with a raspy lick on my nose. Ah. The vibes from Tay were palpable and conformed to Ooh, mine. Tay. <laughs> we're going for it. We have to keep this dog. He's not coming in here, Dakota insisted. Good thing Why it's a she. A dick, Dakota? <laughs> she, she, Taylor Ooh, corrected fastidiously. Shabam. <laughs> Shazam. Her name is I feel Nixie. like they do lots of things fastidiously. For a bunch of gangbangers. Yeah, that happened. Like, I feel like pretty, we've like... heard that word a lot. <laughs> her name is Mixie. It says so on her name tag. Nah. Right, Mixie? Whoops. Whatever her name is, she's not coming. Leave her outside. Monster. Oh, I left his name in here. Tom, I protested. <laughs> Why can't she be our pet? We left one dwigged. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the dwigged because it's hyphenated and the replace uh, all did not work. There you go. You think we have room and money to feed and keep a dog and get her toys? We already have this stray girl. It's it those toys say that. are very expensive. Dog toys, man. I feel like Dakota's been kind of responsible right now. Oh, he's only been kind of a responsibly douchey. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but who doesn't like dogs? Yes, I informed him. I think we do. I'll take care of her personally, Dakota. I'll walk her and clean her and play with her and feed her. I, I was going to go into that as a joke, and I, I'm happy that it was written in your story. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. How can you deny this poor widow puppy whoppy? <laughs> I asked, flapping her ears. White mixie. I know exactly. We used to do that with Sadie all the time. We'd like flap exactly. her big like velvety ears. This is Aww, how I still talk to my dog. Sweetheart. Oh, dumb puppy. You shush. <laughs> no, Dakota wailed, perceiving that the general consensus was not in accord with his own. What do you think, Saturn? Saturn flashed his teeth in an effulgent grin. Why not keep her? We'll all love her. Wait, Mixie? He had just been initiated <laughs> into the Mixie fan club. This is like normal people stuff. Yes. <laughs> good. Dakota growled. William? Ivan? I want a dog! William yelled tempestuously. Please, Dakota! He took to bounding to and fro on scattered couch cushions until he bungled his obstacle course and smashed. He smashed to the ground. Sorry, William. I, I abused him. Well, he, like, got all his energy out at the fucking smutty bookstore. <laughs> he did. He doesn't have enough left to, like, exactly. hold himself upright. Mixie flung herself yearningly his way, straining against the leash Taylor gripped. Undaunted, William sunnily righted himself and persevered in his pleas. What can I say? Ivan wondered. Come on, Dakota Coyote, let him keep the dog. <laughs> For Darcy, she doesn't have any girlfriends anymore. 
I feel like he was trying to be nice, but that's a terrible thing to say right? to someone. Jesus. Well, why don't you have friends anymore? There's a whole subplot with her friend Penny. I think that's in the first 30 or 40 pages that disappeared. They do uh, meet up a few times. Gotcha. But she's like, Penny, you got to keep this a secret. And Penny's like, I can't. So she has to like, <gasps> cut contact. What a bitch. I know. I mean, no. Because, <laughs> because she was trying to do the right thing and reunite her with her mother. And right. Not the roving band of bitch. Whatevers. Dakota glowered, then vented a long sigh. Taylor nudged me apprehensively. There was a tangible burgeoning of hope in the room. Possibly Dakota's sigh was a prelude to an agreement. Dakota aired his last shred of defense. Jeremy won't like it. Saturn caterwauled it for all of us. Jeremy's not here! Dakota, buffeted by unspoken taunts of victory and the new acquisition to the household, retired sourly to the couch. <laughs> yeah! Someone trumpeted, <laughs> presumably William. It was a beacon for a free-for-all. The five of us descended on Mixie, and in the tumult, Taylor released her leash. She lashed boisterously around the room in a frenzy. Ivan slammed the door. At once, Mixie careened straight for the forbidden target, Dakota's lap. Mixie, no, don't! She catapulted her immense ebony body headlong into Dakota. She was now heatedly pawing at him and scouring his face. Revolted, he shoved her away and stalked off. Monster! Right? Who doesn't like a black lab? What an asshole. He's, I, he's like the most normal one. I don't understand where his Dickhead. baggage is coming from. William you rolled his story. eyes. I know! <laughs> there had to be some conflict, I guess. There's lots of conflict later. I'm mm. like, when so Wolf Halleck I, I cannot, along. like, I cannot. He's the best. Right to you. <laughs> he makes no sense. How excited I am to meet Wolf Halleck. And I just. I, I actually Googled around for images. I, I kept Googling, like, like blonde, like, clean cut. I don't know. I was trying to find, like, the right Wolf Halleck. I feel like he's a, probably a neo-Nazi, but this story doesn't go into kind that. Kind of Draco Malfoy-esque. But beefier. Beefier, okay. Mm -hmm. He's strong. He's okay. the leader of his gang. Because, you know, <laughs> his name is alpha. Wolf. <laughs> he's the leader of the pack. Oh, vroom, vroom. <laughs> oh, that story doesn't end well. And neither does this one. <gasps> Oh, man, yeah. When I read the ending today, I forgot that I had done that, and I gasped. <laughs> I, luckily, I was alone in the room at work. <laughs> so where is she going to stay, Saturn asked. Taylor, you brought her home. I mean, if you wanted to take her, you deserve to. It might be better, considering Dakota's position in this whole thing. You think? We held a general caucus debating. After a fusillade of catcalling and roaring, it was determined... <laughs> no, it's like, there's nothing more to say. It's just like a happy sigh. It was determined that Mixie would reside at Taylor's, but all would pitch in with all Mixie-related duties. Oh, so then why did, did Dakota get all huffy? He was on his huffy bike. I don't know. He was huffy the vampire. <laughs> it's just he was having a bad day. He's not usually like that. He's got, I don't know. He's cute. No, him intimately. I do. I did for like 10 years. Hey, can I take her for a walk? <laughs> you want to go by yourself? Taylor importuned. Not really. Wait. I'll go with you, he offered chivalrously. Oh, thank you, I expostulated. Taylor and I embarked on our little junket, navigating a safe path. Safe for Mixie, of course, connoting a dog-free zone, and safe for me, defined as a route minus alleys. Ooh. Alleys were dissembling villains, harboring blood-stained ambushes and infinite violence. So I don't know if that is because she is sheltered and she thinks that, or because something has already happened to her in an alley in this story, because there's a lot of, like, rumbles. <laughs> There's a lot of hospital scenes. 
Calm down, Erica. <laughs> should, I know. Should I leave it there or should I? Uh, I think we leave it there. Okay. And we can pick that up next time. All right. I'm sorry. Animal fiction is never my jam because dogs are lovely, but kind of inherently boring to read about. So that's not the most exciting scene. <laughs> but I feel like Rusty and Tony could have made up for uh, it. I think that little section there more than made up for uh, <laughs> Mixy uh, fiction. And she's cute. She's cute. All right, we're turning it over. Uh, we are joining back with the uh, adventures of Magic Kale. Magic Kale! <laughs> um, should we go into a kind of what happened last time? Yes, I think so. I believe um, there was the whole the uh, Pegasus or winged horse that they were on. <laughs> are you like afraid to use the trademark name no is it called a pegasus <clears throat> we had this discussion last time oh, i feel <laughs> yeah i feel like i drank a lot and i don't remember and I, don't, I, I don't know where we landed so we're just gonna go with pegasus okay is pegasus a trademark name no okay you whatever. can't trademark greek mythology <laughs> can't you <laughs> uh so the pegasus uh that they were on uh got like its throat slit and they <gasps> fell and then Kale actually managed to do a spell. You can't smile every time I say his name. Sorry. I, I was on the Magic brink Kale. of insanity that first episode. <laughs> I don't feel I can keep dancing there, Sheila, or I won't come back. Magic Kale can cast a spell. Manage to cast a spell and save you if he doesn't fuck it up. Yeah, another way. Another way. This is real life, Sheila. <laughs> oh, Mag- Magic Kale's not real. <laughs> only, no, don't only, say that. Only in our hearts. <gasps> Um, but he managed to, like, cast a spell, and Beth ended up, like, not falling, but he did. We believe he got grievously injured, and Shannon ended up, like, finding her. Yeah, Do you remember that? I do. Okay. And that's where we- Shannon's bad news. He is. He's a prick. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that we get back to them in the next couple pages, but I do feel that once we do- I- I- we'll need to do a context corner, because- Hey, I love context corner. Yeah, like we talked about this a little bit last time, but you can you can definitely tell what I was watching. We spoke about this before we we ate this evening, and I'll I'll save it until okay. we get there. But yeah, that was not a quality film. I disagree. Okay, but um, I think it, I saw it too late. Well, I was like, I remember it was in my twenties when I saw it. Yeah, me too. But it's okay. it's That's not the one with Tom Cruise, right? Yes. Should we it's... should we talk about it now? Sure, we can talk okay. about Legend. Legend is not a good movie. No, it's not. But I kind of fucking love it. But, okay, is like is The NeverEnding Story a good movie? Until the very last scene, yes. What happens in the very last scene? That's when, like, Falcor comes to the real world, and he's, like, riding on Falcor, and oh, they're, like, yeah. chasing the bullies down the alleyway, and it was like... Oh, no, I liked that. I didn't know. It was, like, not that, that movie. It's a real world bookend, and that's how it, the... I mean, yeah, it was the perfect parenthesis. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't about that. That's fair. Yeah. Um... Legend is a movie that I feel, one, Tim Curry is delightful in it. Always. As always. He's under, like, all of his fucking makeup and, like, that whole dynamic between him and Ferris, uh, Ferris Bueller's girlfriend, uh, whose name I never bothered to learn. Mia Sarah? There you is go. That right? That's her name. But she's Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. Uh, that whole thing apparently spoke to me. So, Yeah. <laughs> some issues it spoke deeply to my roommate as well yeah the same roommate i talked about who i used to read the seven of nine and uh, scully slash fiction oh okay yeah i feel that right sweet 
Um, and yeah, Tom Cruise is kind of a non-factor. It's like, I don't care th- about this this guy. Is he not the main love interest? He is, but I don't care about him. It's like, I want to see the big devil monster and Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. Like, show me those, like, continuing adventures. I just remember the movie being so slow-paced or weirdly paced that I think I turned it off before I finished it. Yeah, not a lot happens, and it's kind of weird. And it's just like, when you're done, you're like the fuck was that Mm -hmm. but it has a very special place in my heart because it's one of those it's a fantasy movie and we don't get we don't really get a lot of fantasy movies anymore i want to talk later at length about a wrinkle in time but no you're right oh i'm so excited i'm so excited i like like oh dad chris pine Oh my god, the whole cast is yeah, Chris Pine. I'm so in it. excited. I didn't know no, that until today. I'm so excited. And I had a conversation. I, I was chatting with a librarian today who's really excited about it. She's doing a Wrinkle in Time escape room, which I was like, <gasps> oh my god, I'm going to steal that idea because that's that awesome. wonderful. Um, and she said it's so weirdly relevant for today because it's just, we won't get into that. But she's absolutely right. Well, and uh, fast forward a little bit for spoilers for a very old book, but mm-hmm. I think that's one of the very few instances of power of love saving the day but it's also the power of meg's uh anger and like misfit feelings like meg is has a lot of i don't want to say irredeemable qualities but she's like a normal she's a real person person. and some of her greatest flaws are also her greatest assets and i fucking love that that's my favorite thing about that i was once busted in the ladies room uh hugging my friend and saying to her i love you charles wallace i love you i love you we were acting out that scene and then your teacher came in and yeah. was like, "Yeah, what, what, what's going on? <laughs> what's, what's happening?" <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, I did not mean to derail you. From oh that no, 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 derail, no, no derailing. Um, yeah, and I, I, I actually really liked the beginning of what we read here. I think it was pretty. It's not good, but there's like <laughs> something there that I think might be worth revisiting, and that stops oh. pretty quickly. At least to me. I don't know how you'll feel, but. You yeah. descended into legend. Yeah. Here's what surprises me about this. I feel like if you were going to write a, a fiction that was derivative, it would have been of Labyrinth. But Labyrinth is, like, perfect. It stands alone. And I guess there's kind of, like... You know that scene where she gets caught in the bubble? Of course. Like, right? Like, yeah. Like, there's totally, like, pictures. Like, <laughs> Wait. Speaking of pictures, while, you know, in between podcasting, I was reflecting on the fact that you chose... For your cover image, the the image of the person, like, crudely licking the vagina. Which, like, Why? I don't know. No? No. Because I don't think that character even comes into, like, what I'm going to be, like, maybe? Because it gets, it gets convoluted later. Oh, like, I look forward to that. And I, I, I still like the idea of what I was going for. I just feel it, like, it, it needed a deft hand. And I did not have that. <laughs> in my headspace when I was in my 20s. I mean, most of us didn't. Most but I of just, us don't. I feel like that is the least marketable cover that I can possibly think of. I don't know what I was thinking. It's pretty punk rock, but... I think that's, like, the last thing, like, anyone would think to describe <laughs> me as. Um, though I did find a glorious photo of a, a brief goth period that I had from college. I thought it was a good look on you. I thought it looked pretty good, too. Yeah. Uh, should have sprayed the under of my hair though, the blue, blue on like the top without it on the bottom looked a little weird. No, I kind of liked it. Yeah, it was of its time. Yeah, I had like a fairy T-shirt. Yeah, it was a whole, whole thing. It was a time. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, so I apologize for the dip in quality. I don't think it happens immediately, but we definitely get there. But we do, like, start hanging out with some of the folks from the Happy Bakery Company more. Are they based on your real colleagues? They are all named after. Oh. Except for, like, the main dude, who I feel like was a little bit more in those first couple pages that I lost. Oh. Because he, like, factors in more. Okay. But... Yeah, shit gets weird, but it, we'll get we'll get there. We'll okay, get there. I don't know if we'll get there this episode, but yeah, we'll get there. All right, I'm buckled up. All right, for magic <clears throat> kale. <clears throat> That's good because the the first word is <laughs> kale. <laughs> the magician's eyes snapped open at the sound of his name. Dull pain stabbed at his limbs as he struggled to sit up, but a gentle palm pushed him back down. Lay back, dearie. You're not ready for that yet. Where am I? My home. My name is Ada. Dozens of herbs and talismans hung from the ceiling. That is not how you spell ceiling. Dim <laughs> candles lit the room, throwing shadows about the wall. Ada herself wove her hair dark and long. Hemp cords were woven into her braids that framed her cheery face. She's kind of a stoner. A little bit, okay. yes. Like, Ada is, like, the aesthetic that I would, like, love to have now. Because, like, I, I try to go for, like, witchy auntie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, just, like... <laughs> perfect like it's kind of like when i'm like dressing myself to go out i'm like how, like like how can we get there i do like people who can pull off that sort of magical style exactly like with lots of like big <laughs> wavy like clothing and yes yeah i recently did i already tell you that i inherited a cloak i'm so excited no you didn't I and did. now we're going to have a 15 minute conversation <laughs> about the cloak you inherited okay so i would actually like to make a sidebar about cloaks which is that the online cloak marketplace is a strange and you know baffling place well because i feel like you can either go really like all oh, 500 really chic with it and like the like high fashion like capes and the capelets and shit like that and then there's like the the vampire section of the internet that's all like goth and wonderful with their with yes. their capes well, and it's it's challenging because what I'm trying to do is put together a costume for a burlesque number we're doing to um, Florence and the Machine's drumming song. <gasps> and so she sort of said, like, if you if you were a god or like a priestess, what would be your temple garments? That's what your costume should be. And I'm like, I've been waiting my whole life for someone to say this to me. <laughs> but also, when I went online cloak shopping, the ones that I really admired, I clicked through to this woman's webpage, which is like GeoCities from like 1995. Awesome. And these beautiful cloaks and these, you know, absolutely expert <clears throat> blogs. And like, this is why I chose this fabric. This is where I get this. Ooh. This is how this is done. <laughs> and then there were a number of rants and one of them was about racial reparations and i was like nope nope why <laughs> are we you, go. why why right why like, what, what's going on guys and there was a rant about sugar and a rant about driving manners and i was like yeah I'm, i mm, i can't purchase a cloak from this i lady. can't i don't think i could have afforded them anyway but Not even if i could faith. have you know what would be a really good place to go and buy a cloak would be like the renaissance fair yes i don't have time though no when is the show march 3rd so I got to get my cloak on. Like, oh, fuck. Stat. Yeah. But I did inherit one. It's a crushed red velvet. <gasps> but I just don't know if red is my color. Yeah, I don't see you as a red so much. Not for my temple garments. Mm-mm. Not for wearing them to the temple of sexitude. I see it in like a really deep like blue. Like a blue. midnight blue or a really like deep purple. I'm kind of feeling purple. But enough about me. <laughs> Let's get back to Mr. I Kale. I feel like there has to be a place like on, well, maybe not anymore. I'd say, like, Belmont and Clark, like, let's go cloak shopping, but... Okay. <laughs> you, you free tomorrow? Because that's my I plan. I am actually, like, free, like, all day tomorrow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cloak's the podcast. <laughs> <All right. clears throat> 
witchy anti-aesthetic-y. Hemp cords were woven into her braids that framed her cheery face. Just keep calm, love. You'll be all healed in a bit. Lucky for you, I was out for a walk. You never would have survived. Ooh. Thank you for saving me. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> Thanks, witchy auntie. Thank you. You're the best. Uh, Ada smiled and patted his shoulder. Did you see a girl about my age there, too? <coughs> oh, that's what Erica. Nope, you were the only one there. No time to look around, either. You surely would have died. <laughs> I had a fat J <laughs> back in the cave. I had this spliff, man, that I was working on, and I had to get back. Uh, you surely would have died if I didn't get you here immediately. Uh, there we are. Sit up now, dearie. Well, that was quick. Uh, Kale popped off the bed and studied his surroundings. Thick book... How's a bookcase thick? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, the books probably right? would have been better for All that. Right. But. Thick bookcases uh, carried dusty books, because that's what those do, containing every spell known to man. Whoa. Little witchy knickknacks lined the shelves it's and adorned random spells. spots in the house. Shows what you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is like where I want to live, by the way. I want like a hovel in the oh, fucking woods. Yes, yes, you are right. a witchy auntie in the woods. I'd be all about it. I'm gonna like knock my microphone and get it all akimbo because that's <laughs> that's my jam. That's my struggle. Uh, you'll be sore for a bit, but just stretch every morning. He's not gonna do that. Uh, do you only practice herbal remedies? Can we talk about? He's just like totally like yeah. Let's have a conversation about this shit. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine now. Fine. <laughs> Thank you for seeing. Me. Thank you for seeing. Me. Thanks so much. Thanks. Um. All right. So, do you only practice herbal remedies, or do you weave magics too? I practice Ooh. both. Ooh, weaving magics. I always liked the the notion of like. <laughs> You don't cast a spell. You're like pulling on like energies from the air. Like you're, you're weaving. Magic. Yeah, that it doesn't come from you. Yeah, you bit you. You're like a conduit to like the universe. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of into that. It's my aesthetic, along with witchy anti. Uh, but 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 bu- I practice both. Herbal concoctions are more my specialty. So <laughs> there you go. You're down. Have a spliff. Uh, could you help me? Uh, Kale asked, clasping his hands. You like how he's, like, completely <laughs> forgotten about Beth? <laughs> to be fair, he's grievously injured. What a dick. He's fine now. She he's, healed him. He, well. Kale asked, clasping his hands. My magic is not... Well, it sucks. Did he say that? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking like that for him, too. I, I don't know why, was, we, why we went there. <laughs> it's kind of how I see him. Maybe he'll grow. This little Weasley guy. A little bit. Uh, well, I've always found that a talisman helps soothe the senses, along with all of the weed, and concentrate <laughs> magic. Do you have anything that you can perform better with? Mm. Extends. <laughs> Kale thought for a moment before answering. Well, whenever I'm around Beth, I can draw on the forces better. Oh, there's Beth. Oh. Ada smiled. You know, feelings for this girl? Uh, I've only known her for a very short time, but she's... You should find her then. Keep her close. Ada, I don't even know where to begin. Would you travel to... Oh, yeah, Chodia. I remember that. That's a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Mother of Christ. I, <clears throat> no, we covered that. Yeah, I think we did extensively last time. Beth and I were heading there when we were attacked. You were attacked by who? These shadow creatures. Like, I'm not going to do the nasally thing. That's <gasps> so stupid. That's my favorite. They killed their flying horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<sighs> they killed our flying horse because Pegasus. Fucking say Pegasus. <laughs> and then vanished. <laughs> Pegasus. He's dead. I don't know what my deal was. Just fucking say Pe- I mean, I can't even do it now, so. Well, you clearly were having the same, like, dilemma about it. Very is much it so. Is it all Pegasus or is it just a- <laughs> Well, like, Pegasus is Pegasus, right? That was the I name think- of the horse, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's it's a he was a one time horse. So really it's not a Pegasus. It is a winged horse, especially in another universe where they didn't have Greece. Or did they? <laughs> <laughs> is that where we are right now? That's where we're going. <clears throat> Smoke a big fat J in Greece. <laughs> we're going to Mykonos. <laughs> I'm okay. I promise. I believe you. <laughs> I'm okay. I promise. Ain't <laughs> Ain't help me. <laughs> oh, he's got like the big like dorky Weezer glasses with like the tape. Ada, isn't it illegal to smoke marijuana? <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> and the Darcy bus in and she's like, holly jolly. We're going to get in so much trouble with the I'm prison guard. I'm going to call the police and I'm going to call Officer Biggie. Mm. And then Ada ran into an alley, and that is where Darcy will not follow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, bu- 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 why are you heading to the worst named city in the world? I'm trying to get Beth back home, <laughs> and Alvant might be able to help us. Alvant? Alvant? I think that was how you say her name. Okay. Was that like the French word for dream? Maybe I said it differently last time. It's slipping my mind. Although this is French words, the podcast. The it word is for dream. French oh no, words, French is rêve. Oh yeah, so no. Uh, you said it was the French word for something last. The wind. Time. Oh, maybe how do you it. how do you have it spelled there? It's a u v a n t. Oh, I was thinking future, but then I was wrong because oh, that's avenir. Okay, but it's it's reminds me of like avant, like avant garde. There you go. I'm sure that was what I was going for. Oh, I like it. Like she can see the future. She can see what, what comes. I'm trying to get Beth back home. Uh, yeah, we just said that. Uh, Ada heavily sighed. I'll come with you, Kale. We'll look for your friend as well. Why Why did she sigh there? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> At least she didn't ejaculate. <sighs> no, she didn't. There's, there's not, <laughs> not any. Yet, anyway. I don't think there's any ejaculating in my story. He's like... Like late... Like 18, 19, early 20s-ish. Okay, so she could hit that. Oh, totally. <clears throat> but she doesn't have the sex drive because she's high all the time. <laughs> no. no, I feel like she probably just has tantric sex all the time. Medge Kale wouldn't be very good at that. No, I mean, he's not really good at anything. He's a weenie. He's a little, little weenie. <laughs> uh, the creatures of shadow are very concerning. Only expert pr- practitioners, easy for me to say, <laughs> are able to summon them. They have to be summoned. This is just like exposition dump the fucking movie here. Ada nodded. Uh, you've made someone very powerful, very angry, Kale. Nice job. She doesn't say that. That's me doing commentary. <laughs> I'm going to stop doing that because I think it ruins the flow. Uh, I'm not a troublemaker. Mm, debatable. No one's ever threatened me harm. He quieted himself for a moment. Well, the woman that I accidentally brought, the women that I've accidentally brought through the gates haven't been too pleased. All 28 of them? Yes. So you're the one who opened the gate. That's not how you spell open America. <laughs> Uh, I'd been wondering. The rumors one hears about it are ridiculous. Rumors? Yep. Those brought through are said to vanish afterwards. I hear you're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you fucking asshole. And she lit up a spliff. 
Uh, said to vanish afterwards. Only their souls return as crystals, because Erica was all about crystals for some reason, which some have come to worship. Beth was one of them. Is that yeah. like idolatry to worship a crystal? Uh, I don't know that I ever got that deep. Okay. But, uh, no, you know what it was? Crystals were in Final Fantasy all the time. And that's definitely... Either and everything. Yeah. Fantastical. Fantastical. Eat on. I forgot my words. Stop smoking so much. I'm going to have to do fan art of all of this. Oh, fuck yeah. My own fan art. Kale admitted, Master said she wasn't the chosen, but probably knew that one. So knew the chosen one. Did I explain that last time? I know, let's go over it again. How, like, the chosen one, like, it kind of dialed in with each iteration. Oh, yeah. Each person yes. that got pulled through, like, it might be, like, <laughs> Rusty Marlin's the prospector, <laughs> and then it might be, like, somebody that lived in his town or that he had interacted with at some point, yes. and it slowly, like, dialed into the actual person. Which oh. is, in fact, Beth, or we don't know yet. No, Beth is not. Are we under the impression that she is? No. Okay. We don't know who is. No, we. Okay. I don't know that we've met him. Yes. Oh, it's a him. It is. Okay. Yeah. It's not Shannon. No, because we've no, met it's him. not Shannon. Okay. Shannon's the villain. He could be the chosen one. Ooh, twist. Excuse me. Ada remained quiet for a time. She kept her eyes straight ahead, not looking to Kale. I'm not gonna do it, dude. My fingers are huge. Uh, he sensed something, they call him fingers, but I've never seen him thing. <laughs> he sensed something was wrong and stopped dead. Is she in Is she in danger? So they're walking, apparently. I guess they've left already. Ada kept walking. Ada! <laughs> Realize now, Kale, that the girl and whoever else comes through the gate is your responsibility. She's tied to Otherworld's fate, because that's just what we're calling the place now. Uh, she's tied to Otherworld's fate somehow. You ever do that where you just, like, start calling something something in the middle of a story and that's like, nope, that's just the name. Yes, but if you were the, if you... Exactly. Like, no, exactly. <laughs> like, it's not Otherworld to no, you. it's just world. Right. Like, that's Otherworld. I mean, I guess, world. unless it's like a Mortal Kombat thing, right? Because they had Outworld. And they, like, people just lived in Outworld. And well, was... I assumed they were all transplants. Or, you know, immigrant bodies <laughs> on the couch. Shang Tsung was a, was a transplant to Outworld. <laughs> I, the, mytho the, the Mortal Kombat mythology is convoluted at best. Just a little bit, yes. Just a little bit. I don't even really remember which one is Shang Tsung and which one is Shaolin. Or no, they're all Shaolin. Uh, they're all are. Shaolin. But then, yeah. there's the another guy. Bad. Who's the other guy? Quan Chi. Fucking... Nah, there's another one. The wind guy. The emperor guy. Yeah, the emperor guy. Shao 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 Kahn. Shao Kahn. Yeah. yeah. I get those those guys mixed up. The second movie. Which Shao wasn't Han. very good. No, it wasn't. No. Oh, did you see it? Yeah, but it featured Melina. I had to see it. Oh. Yeah, not that the first one was great, but The thing is, I feel I like it holds up. I mean, I haven't seen it. I mean <laughs> recently, but like the part at the end, like sidebar the podcast um <laughs> mortal Kombat the podcast <laughs> where like they just like oh yeah we're gonna kidnap sonya now and we're just gonna do that because she's the girl oh no the story makes no sense no not at all but i really like the guy that got to play johnny cage is delightful and yes, yes. the Christopher guy Lamb Lamb lambert Lambert? Yes, Christopher Lambert is fucking Raiden in that movie. He's delightful. Yes, amazing. Uh, this I feel like the Scorpion and Sub Zero and Reptile fights are transcendent. I don't think the effects hold up very well. But the music. Oh, the music's delightful. Well, that music kicks in and it's just like 
cancel all your plans. Remember when they played that song at the bar when we were dancing at my bachelorette party? Yes. That we was the highlight of my night. Our fucking minds. Because <laughs> uh, that song is glorious. It is. I would just like to say, final Mortal Kombat note, that the story in the most recent iteration is actually really charmingly well done. Like, it's still sprawling and Was it Mortal of... Kombat X? Yes, I think so. Okay. I don't think I've played that one. <gasps> you can borrow it. Okay. It's the, I mean, the gameplay is the exact same. Like, Mortal Kombat, it's... I was never good at, like, fighting games are not my jam at all. I just picked up... Puzzle uh, Combat! (laughs) Oh, Puzzle Combat. We wasted so many hours on Puzzle Combat. Steve won't play Puzzle Combat. Because he's a monster! (laughs) He's a monster. Sorry, Uh, I just picked up uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, which is just, like, it it hits that little, like, Erica, little chibi Erica is still in there, and she's like... fan fiction one day my great hope with like virtual reality and you know people increasingly being able to do their own coding and programming and stuff is that you can just make a fighting game with whoever you want to That'd be right shit. that is my dream actually somebody suggested like a sailor moon fighting game in hey. the same vein as a uh, dragon ball one and i was like that that's just going to be my purpose for living now absolutely until that happens because that'd be amazing yes. I'm sure there's one. There probably is a dra- uh, uh, Sailor Moon fighting game. I feel like you would know about it, though. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it exists. I don't know. Maybe in Otherworld. <laughs> uh, fate won't tell... Oh, no. Okay. Realize now, Kale, that the girl and whoever else comes through the gate is your responsibility. She is tied to Otherworld's fate somehow. But fate won't tolerate butts, Kale. <laughs> <laughs> we must find her and protect her. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, that's a great line. And I will I will I will hear no disparagements. <laughs> I can't know that it's, it's beautiful. See, there's little nuggets in there that are good. <laughs> little butt nuggets. Little butt nuggets. <clears throat> Shadows dulled the corners of the chamber. The only light. <laughs> Eric is peering confusedly at her handwriting. Softly emanating from a staff in the center. This got sad. Slowly. <laughs> Ada. <laughs> I, feel, I feel kind of funny in my pants, Ada. We have changed scenes. Abrupt. Very, oh, okay. very abruptly. Because that's kind of my jam. I'll change scenes and I'll like do like a big like slashy mark. Oh, absolutely. And be like, oh, it's something new now. <clears throat> Slowly the staff rotated over a faint blue light. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. About this rotating staff, you know. Calm down. I can't. I can't. No. Its shaft was carved from red oak. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. And topped with a large golden ring. Not like doing the voice. Floating within the ring were 29 jewels. 29? One oh, right. One large okay. red ruby in the center surrounded by the rest. Got that. <laughs> All other jewels. Tony Mangione needs to hear again. <laughs> Tony Mangione. Hey, hey, Shannon. <laughs> We're going down to Gina's to get some Italian ice. This is okay because Erica's Italian. Am, yes. Then we're going to go to Al's Beef. Ooh, that's a good choice for no matter who. Oh, I love Al's Beef. Uh, All the other jewels were illuminated but the ruby. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Staff of summons. Shannon quietly regarded the weapon. The light had been... <laughs> I don't even need to say anything. You don't. It speaks for itself. It does. Ah, uh, the light he had been so desperate to glow had finally illuminated. <laughs> I'm going to stop doing that. Okay. No, I'm not. In the center of the ruby, a dime-sized sapphire. I don't know. I was, like, obsessed That's with fancy. sapphires, too. It's a pretty rad staff. 
<laughs> with its shabby scarf <laughs> from Red Oak. <laughs> and it rotates. It does. <clears throat> uh, bu- 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 oh, yeah, this gets, oh, you start getting creepy here. Oh, like um, sexy creepy? Probably. No. <laughs> nah. No. Okay. Nah. Uh, the lady had been so desperate to glow. Finally, that doesn't make sense, Erica. Finally, it eliminated. Sorry. I gotta I'm sorry, stop. I can't cover for you because I'm choking on my wine. I have to stop with the commentary. I apologize. No, I love it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> In the corner of the ruby, a dime-sized sapphire. The 28th jewel had begun to glow. Finally. Bethany, he breathed. Gross. He knows her full name. He does. Ages had passed since he, yeah, yeah, we're stopping. Since he saw her last. Though she was no great beauty. Way to be a dick. Oh. He had been... I mean, that's, that's the kind of thing that kind of guy would think, though. Right? He's an asshole. He had seen something in her all those years ago. Uh, Wait, how old in is her she? blue eyes. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, creepy. it's like in yeah. Twilight when he imprinted yeah. on her. Well, he's a villain, so... Oh, it's gross. Is it, is it's it grosser gross. than Taylor writing, like, hearts and stars in his journal about a 15-year-old girl? Maybe. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it never goes there. But, but I read it and I was... I, when I read it, I was skeeved. So take that as you will. We'll, well see. It was, it's supposed to be skeevy. We'll get there. <laughs> Before, they'd never had a chance, with very good reason. But here in this realm of magic and fate, she could be his. My lordship... Anna, you are not to disturb me while I'm jerking off over the staff. <laughs> Wait, it, it definitely doesn't say that, right? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is commentary of the podcast. Um, but who was the girl, the new woman? The last of them, the one I was searching for. The chosen is not far behind. I thought the new woman was Bethany. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's who they like. Yeah. This is like his like serving wench or something. Yeah, but know. he's been creeping on her for like years. No, yeah, this, yeah, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Okay, <laughs> it's other world. Things are different exactly. there. Just leave it, Jackie. It's other world. <laughs> uh, I will send for him soon. We must make certain that she's prepared for his arrival, as you wish. Uh, keep close watch upon her and alert me when she wakes. Scratchy. Uh, we'll stop here for the evening. Ada placed her hands in front of her face. And took the biggest hit off of her one. <laughs> she whispered to herself a moment. Uh, weather should hold. Uh, we can just sleep here. She's like, oh, she's like, <laughs> yeah. she does. Okay, cool. Like, maybe she's like a weather witch. Or maybe she's just fucking talking to herself. <laughs> maybe she's just really fucking high. <laughs> maybe. Witchy auntie y'all up in here. Uh, Kale- can I just say she's my favorite character? I kind of love Ada. Uh, Kale watched in amazement. You can control the weather. Not control it. Just coax Cindy you know, right over there. <laughs> Sorry, it's just Kale and his voice. Okay. I don't even do the voice. I know, then. but it's I, now I'm going to hear everything. I never should have done that. No, I'm glad you did. Fatal flaw. Uh, not control it, just coax it. That's something you should understand. Dummy. She doesn't say that. She sat and stretched. <laughs> it's uh, wizards cannot control anything. We only ask the forces very nicely for what we wish to occur. Oh, I like that. It was not asking nicely enough. <laughs> Maybe. We can't be sure. Kale huffed. I'm just a terrible wizard. Aww. Uh, I wish Beth was here. Aww. Uh, she'd have headed to the nearest town. We'll find her in the worst named city of all time. Jonia! Jonia! <laughs> uh, scratchy. That's just how I'm going to denote scene oh, okay. changes now. 
Uh, can we close with Beth still in here? The baker might find her, Ed replied. I don't like it either, but we really can't stay open all night. (laughs) (laughs) Elisa removed her apron and released her hair from its ponytail. So, okay, she's, like, passed out inert because her soul is elsewhere. No, 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 she's just gone. She, like, fell in- I thought they just said, like- well, they, they... Oh, they don't want to leave because she's disappeared. They don't know necessarily what happened. They're not going to call the cops or anything. No, like, why would you... Get, like, why the manager will deal with right. it in the morning. No, no. And it's not like we have, like, a contact, like, number for her or anything. <laughs> no, it's fine. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> She'll be fine. It's fine. I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, She'll be all right. Beth's tough like that. Yeah, she, you know, kidnapped by, like, a serial killer and, like, being brutally murdered. It's fine. Uh, Ed shrugged and shut off the lights. Let's go. I'll lock the door. Uh, oh, do we want to go there? Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll go there. Uh-oh. Is it, pa- uh, is it, should I say Panera? Should I not say Panera? No, you can say Panera. Is it Panera drama? Sexy Panera drama. No, no, no. <gasps> this is, uh, Beth is waking up. Oh. So, we've got a couple... Oh, we're getting a little long, though. So, I think I'll leave it there, and I'll... Okay start off next time with problematic the podcast um oh man next episode's gonna be heavy. i mean i guess it's not it's not that bad but i was skeeved when i wrote it when i read it because i was like when we were first reading like those those first few pages i was like oh okay this is kind of like i can get into this this mm-hmm. isn't terrible it's not good but it's not terrible and then i got to this stuff and i was like mm. so do we have a an a context corner for that like where you got these ideas that did not make you uncomfortable then but do now i mean i think i'm just going for maximum skeeve with the villain okay but yeah it just kind of like again i feel there's a way to kind of maybe do that stuff like but you need a a deft hand and i definitely (laughs) and i yeah just hand gestures the podcast (laughs) i i yeah, don't know that it, it, yeah, yeah. I'm probably building it up too much, and it pr- might not be that bad. Well, and I, I think if it's clear that he's the villain, I don't, like, I find mine much more skeezy because this is supposed to be the good guy uh. that's taking care of her. Well, and I think it's, like, because it's yours, right? It's mm-hmm. what you wrote and what you're, like, where your mindset was whenever, yes. like, once upon a time ago. So it's... You're always going to feel differently about your own stuff. Yes. You know? Than listening to, like, somebody else's. Well, and to be fair, too, 12 is one thing. 20? You were 20 when you wrote this thing that makes you uncomfortable? I should have known better. I don't know. I feel like I've, I've had this conversation a lot um, as, like, first as a 20-something and now as a 30-something that disturbing and distressing media becomes more disturbing and distressing as you age i think either because there's just a cumulative effect of tragedy in the world yeah maybe or because you you now know someone that this happened to you have more empathy i don't know and maybe i mean again maybe it's not that bad maybe i'm completely overreacting but i'm not i'm eager to hear it now i know i feel like i've built it up a lot and it's like it's gonna be like that that oh no we're not gonna go political it's like a big nothing burger so yeah well, I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, I'm excited to hear the rest of yours, too. I don't find yours, like, cringeworthy at all. I find I, it hilarious. Because it, you know what it is, <laughs> Sheila? It takes, you, words. it takes you back to a time when you were, like, 12 or 14 or whatever, and you were playing with your friends, yeah. and this is just, like, you're living the dream. 
that's exactly what this is it's um self fan fiction exactly exactly so yeah i'm i'm i am jacked as fuck to meet wolf whatever oh, his fucking last name is wolf halleck it just it's it, like this the perfect name it's a good name it's perfect it, i feel like it just conveys the kind of like scary large teutonic uncontrolled man that yes. wolf halleck I'm is so i feel like it sounds like i have a crush on wolf halleck i don't i am so excited to meet him <laughs> i like, cannot even express it so we are gonna call it there then um uh, thank you for listening. Yes, as thank always. you. Um, we do have a Twitter. It's uh, at oof. I wrote that all one word and no punctuation or anything. Um, you can uh, follow me on Twitter too if you'd like. I'm uh, at Lady Near the Lake, and I do a lot of bitching about professional wrestling on there because that's my struggle. Love it. Uh, Sheila, are you on any? social media at all no i hate twitter that's smart no you're <laughs> a smart person that, no you're that's like a good thing like just angry like constantly on my phone well steve calls my phone the angry making machine because it yeah, frequently yeah. does yeah 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 that's that's probably accurate so okay yeah well sheila's not gonna talk to like all of our cool fans and stuff i can log into <laughs> our shared twitter we do also have a uh, Gmail as well, and it's uh, oof, I wrote that at gmail.com. So if you yeah. have any comments, concerns, or. Uh, Wolf Halleck fan fiction. Like we, fan fiction, Jeremy fan, fan art. Send it all in, guys. Magic Hale fan art. We are all about it. We have a Tumblr as well where we can post that stuff. Yes. So, like, yeah, I'm all about some, like, fan art. Hey guys, I made a fan art. I made a fan art. <laughs> it's a drawing of Beth because I really like I love, her. I like her. I like her a lot. Guys. I don't know. I kind of like her. I'm going to ask her to prom, but I think she's going to say no. I'm going to prom pose. They didn't have that back then. <laughs> no, they didn't. Thank God. Or did they? Because that was definitely in Clone High. The, uh, mm, yeah, well, maybe you're right. Maybe it just didn't come to our high school, which is fine with me. Yeah, it's totally fine with that. But rate, review if you like want to, because they like never do that, so I feel bad asking other people to do it. But this is like you know a little passion project of ours, yeah. and we're kind of having a blast with it. So hopefully you guys are enjoying it as well. So we will uh, talk to you in a few weeks then. Thanks, guys. Later. Good night. This has been a Puma Knife production.